there. You know, we've seen a lot of people that are very, very wealthy as far as the uh, world standards might be, but they struggle with health because that's all they're focused on is their wealth. So there is a balance there that we're trying to find, you know, and I'm and if I actually measure myself on a body composition analysis scale, like a whole body scan or an in-body, my body fat percentage is somewhere between 11 and 13%. Yeah. But if I'm looking at body mass index, I'm morbidly obese, and that puts me in the category of being depressed. Well, it can, and, and I had a story about that. That jurisdiction of the sheriff is really the most powerful guard and protector of the rights of the people than any other institution our founders created here. Well, a lot of people think that, um, you know, if you have more wealth, you can actually have better health or better health care. And I suppose on that note, you could probably afford better health care. But my question marks go up and and yours probably would, too. What is health care and is there such a thing? You know, so I'm not really sure that wealth can buy better health. I think it has better, perhaps, opportunities that are related to maybe more health. Well, if you're looking uh, at the bigger picture, sometimes more wealth can get you a better place to live. So there's better sanitary conditions, right. there's cleaner water, there's quicker, easier access to health care, quicker and faster than somebody who's liver living in a lower socioeconomic type of mm -hmm. lifestyle. Now, we do know that when it comes to health, we have kind of debunked the fact that it takes a lot of money to live healthy. Right. Well, and, you know, sometimes having more wealth uh, can create a whole bunch of stress, you know, that actually can uh, cause your health to go in the reverse manner. You know, we've seen a lot of people that are very, very wealthy as far as the uh, world standards might be, but they struggle with health because that's all they're focused on is their wealth. So there is a balance there that we're trying to find, you know, and I'm all about people having enough provision to do what they want, but I, I don't see that, um, you know, just a straight up thing that having more worldly wealth is straight up equivalent with worldly health. There's so many variables that you've just mentioned, a few of them. Well, we know that in order to change the totality of the situation, at the base, it's going to be education. And education has to come for not just the wealthy, but mm -hmm. the ones that live in rural communities, may have um, less access to health care. We need to be educating people on what it means to live a healthy lifestyle. We do. And I think, uh, you know, the we were talking earlier today about the idea of social media and the connectivity that we have. You know, that's a great technology, and it can communicate really across the world in just a blink, which is crazy. We should be using that platform to create better health 
and better ways to live healthier and not just really focus totally on wealth. I, I have watched many people in my life that so focus on wealth, their whole life says something like this. I'm going to pursue hell, wealth, and when I get this amount, I'm going to stop and slow down and enjoy my life. Well, guess what happens? They never stop because that pursuit of wealth can become creates addictive. stress. Yeah, it creates more. And so we've got to find balance in that. You know, I think, as you said to me many, many times, that wealth or provision sort of follows truth. Well, what is truth? Truth is living healthy in all ways, you know, not just financially, but also physically, emotionally, spiritually, and even intellectually. So there's, there's all kinds of variables there. And I get a little frustrated with people that write articles like that and say that, well, more wealth will do this because it can give people the wrong idea. I mean, from a person doesn't have much, they can throw their hands up and say, well, what's the use? I don't have anything. Well, so at the baseline, what we can do for all people is we can educate them. And we've created something really great. It's called Kingdom Fuel. Yeah. And when people say, well, I can't afford to live healthy. I can't afford a healthy lifestyle. We kind of debunk that with uh, talking about Kingdom Fuel. Can you kind of mention uh, yeah. the importance of what Kingdom Fuel is and how it can help somebody who may not have wealth? Well, one of the greatest myths that we have today in our world is this idea that it, you have to have a lot of money to eat healthy. That's just simply not mm -hmm. true. Yeah, the standard American lunch costs what? Yeah, it's between like sixteen and twenty dollars typically, and that's just general. That's in our in the Midwest. You go somewhere west or east coast, you might pay more than that. I'm talking whether it's salad. good or bad, but that's a salad and a piece of meat maybe mm -hmm. on it. But you dressing. look at Kingdom Fuel. We did that for for one reason alone to to really give people an alternative of healthy food that was cheap or cheaper. And actually, you look at Kingdom Fuel, it has organic pea protein, and it has vitamins and minerals, greens and reds, and of course, a lot of good amount of fiber. And for a whole serving of that, which you can live on, right? Just mix it in water if you want to. You don't have to, but you can. Three level scoops on that went up to the little line in the scooper. That is the equivalent of $5 per meal. Most people use two scoops, so that's the equivalent of about three fifty per meal. So there's really no excuse when you look at it like that. We take away that. Now, people still want to make excuses because you can get addicted to a place. Just like you can get addicted to the pursuit of wealth, you can get addicted to um, poverty. You can say you're impoverished because that's what you do, and that becomes your identity when it doesn't have to be. So in all cases, we've got to find the alternative to get out of anything that holds us back from the idea of true health. Well, so we kind of debunked the fact. We, we know that wealth can get you better health care, get you yep. in faster, quicker, easier. But education at the root is going to be the key. So there are many places. Well, you can even go to our website and get education on mm -hmm. how to hit, live a healthy wealth healthy lifestyle, physically, emotionally, intellectually, and spiritually, how to get your hands on kingdom fuel, which nourishes the body in a complete and total way. And then people, secondarily, they can get more exercise, mm. which makes a body fit. And once you're fit, that inflammatory level mm. goes down, and it helps you ward off sickness and disease better. It doesn't cost you anything to go for a walk. 
folks, listen, at least go for a walk and try to get one healthy meal a day. You know, that's the true concept that we need to be really focused on. You know, not that we're against wealth. That's not the point. But if you are wealthy out there and people are listening right now and you struggle with health, maybe you should start putting some of that wealth towards your own health. And maybe you could even consider blessing someone else less fortunate with an opportunity for more health. So there's all kinds of ways that we can turn this around and make it better. Yeah, so we know we can do better with our nutrition. Mm -hmm. It's called Kingdom Fuel. If you don't have any other resources or access, it's $5 a meal. We know we can go for a walk. We can move. We can get that Kingdom Fuel to our systems with moving, getting blood oxygen and nutrients to our tissues. And then anybody can pick up a good book on self-help ideas. Mm -hmm. We've got several books available that help people walk down a healing journey. So wealth can sometimes equate to health, but not all the time. It just gives you other opportunities. But we just encourage you to value the real wealth, which is actually your health. Does wealth really equal health? Hmm, I'm curious. We'll find out. Coming up next. And when you navigate through these, these economies with people, here's, here's what happens. We want to hold their hand through it, let them know when it's time to buy, sell, reallocate, get out of Dodge. Because a lot of times when you're struck with fear, fear does two things. Number one, it can paralyze and, and people just put their head in the sand and say, I'm just going to forget about it and hopefully it gets better. Or it causes you to make a wrong decision. And this is why we are here is to help people navigate through the political quagmire nonsense that's going on the economic malaise and the absolute collapse that we're seeing. And when our freedoms are eroding, our political freedoms, our economic freedoms, our personal freedoms, our religious freedoms, our health freedoms, they're all tied together. But you know what doesn't need to erode with that? Our finances. Kirk Elliott, PhD.com forward slash Sherwood. There's a lot of talk these days about human enhancement. Terms like biohacking, bioharmonizing, biosynergizing, stacking, resilience, and anti-fragility. In our clinic, the Functional Medical Institute, we've been helping people of all shapes, sizes, and backgrounds improve their quality of their physiology and maximize their lives. So, you can follow the latest fads and gimmicks and maybe find some things that work for you. Or, you can add Kingdom Fuel to your daily regimen right now. It's the simple start to a transformed life. Our unique meal shakes are balanced, low glycemic, rich in fiber with 20 grams of clean protein, essential vitamins and minerals, healthy fats and organic fruits and vegetables. Kingdom Fuel is vegan with a complete amino acid profile. No gimmicks, just proven results. Start today at Sherwood.tv forward slash fuel. Hey there, Kevin Sorbo here. Now, deep down, we know this. We're, we're more than just a brain and a body. We're a spirit, we're a soul, and we're also a physical temple. If you hit the wall when you're trying to improve one aspect of your being, it's probably because, well, other aspects are sabotaging our success. So that's why diets don't work. And frankly, why so much conventional wisdom from our so-called medical establishments falls flat. Doctors Michelle and Mark Sherwood have a very different approach. I should know because I happen to be one of their patients. They address the whole person to get to know you, your challenges, and more importantly, 
what your goals are. Then they offer a complete plan that addresses your unique biology and your heart. They'll help you discover what you need to experience transformation. So find out more at Sherwood.tv slash Sorbo. That's Sherwood.tv slash Sorbo or see the link before. Now I'm heading for a workout. You should be going for a workout too. All right, guys. God bless. Common question we get asked all the time is why is body mass inaccurate and why could it potentially be misleading? What is body mass index anyway? Well, it's a weird measurement, I tell you that much. Honestly, it's really kind of a, a, a height overweight comparison, you know, and it doesn't really take into consideration uh, muscle tissue. It doesn't take into consideration really age. For that matter, there's other things that it can happen. You can actually have a, a high body mass index classified as either overweight or obese and be very lean in body fat percentage, which is kind of crazy. Well, I mean, I understand, and, and you should understand too, because look at this tiny thing. I mean, you you are actually overweight. You no, yourself, not just overweight. Are you obese? According to body wow. mass index, I am morbidly obese. And if I actually measure myself on a body composition analysis scale, like a whole body scan or an in-body, my body fat percentage is somewhere between 11 and 13%. Yeah. But if I'm looking at body mass index, I'm morbidly obese. And that puts me in the category of being depressed. Well, it can, and, and I had a story about that in a second. This is crazy. It happened in our clinic, uh, and I've told you about it before, but you all have never heard this one. But the um, the thing about BMI or body mass index is it's kind of good if you're talking about like a population. You know, if you're looking at a numerous group of population, you have a whole bunch of people with their height and weight. You can do that to kind of get an idea. It's a rough analysis. Yeah, it's, an al it's a rough estimate of maybe people's uh, normality or even overweightness, whatever. But the story I'm talking about is this was several years ago, and um, we we didn't have obviously uh, uh, the we still had a scale. We did our in a part of our process was to weigh somebody. I was out towards the front one day, and a lady passes me that was coming back for an appointment, and she said, "Oh, hi, Mark. How are you? And I, hi, how are you?" And she was, "I'm fine." She seemed like a pretty jovial mood, and I started walking down the hallway. And the same voice that just seemed like she was in a jovial mood says to these words, gosh, I am so depressed now. And I thought, what happened? It's called obsession with the scale. Yeah, I looked around and she was standing on the scale and one of our medical assistants was standing next to her. And I thought to myself, what just happened? Because she looked great. I mean, she'd always been on plan. So I went back there and I saw her on the scale and I said, hang on a second before we put her in the room. Yeah. And I, I took her and put her on the 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 body impedance analysis, which is going to measure body fat percentage, right? So I put her on the body fat percentage analysis, and it turns out she had been increased two pounds in, in muscle mass and decreased one pound in body fat. Well, that made for a decrease in body fat percentage, but an increase in weight and an increase in BMI or body mass index. So she'd actually improved, gained weight, and in, sort of got worse in her BMI. And it, that was the day. That was the day I decided to take that expensive scale and go across the parking lot to the dumpster. Well, you where know, it probably sits today somewhere. <laughs> yeah, uh, in when, some landfill. I don't know. 
Weight, weight is an important measure, but what's more important is we have to understand what this whole skin bag, this temple, this yeah. thing that we live in is made up of. We need to know about how much lean mass we carry. That's metabolic fuel. We need to know how much fat there is, and not just fat, but how much is in the organs. That's going to be a big yeah. problem if visceral fat goes up, because we know that fat, once it passes a certain threshold, that's inflammatory. It is, and actually on our uh, machine that we have, our body, our bioimpedance machine, we have a little measure that, that measures the uh, visceral fat or visceral adipose tissue. And that's very important to understand because it's really the fat that's from your rib cage down to, you know, your hip bones or whatever. And it actually is near your, your organs, which is like crazy to think about. When we have that fat that accumulates down in the belly area, we tend to think that's our stomach, but our stomach is not that. It's way above that. It's the size of what? A fist. That's it. Yeah, right there. That's fist. That is all your stomach is. Right? That's it. This down here is is visceral fat. And it's dangerous because to have even a normal BMI, right, and have a lot of visceral fat, we still have a lot of risk factor for toxicity and inflammation. Yeah, that's so it, it's just it the BMI doesn't equate to health is what I'm getting at. Yeah, in that condition, it's called sarcopenic obesity. Somebody can look good on the outside, but if you actually put them on a body composition analysis machine of some form, they may absolutely be in trouble, meaning they have fat in their organs. They've got more yellow fat around their frame than they need to be carrying. Hmm. That puts them in danger for all chronic sickness and disease because we know fat is inflammatory. For every pound you're overweight, it's times 10 on the joints in the right. vascular system. So if it's 10 pounds, that's times 100. And walking through space, Ouch. step after step, day after day, 100 extra pounds is going to add up. It is saddening to me and disheartening, two things, that America is still depending on the scale to determine health. That's number one. Yeah. The sad thing is also in the article that you know, you're referring to that we let off this segment in is that that article is finally saying groundbreaking news. Groundbreaking. BMI, BMI may not be a good calculator towards zero disease processes. And I mean, what's taking so long? And why are we so slow in waking up to reality? And, you know, with people's um, obsession with weight, we've got to look at America. It is. We've got a bunch of scales but we've got a lot of overweight people, which is sad. So we need to sort of shift our perception, shift the paradigm, and begin to sort of maybe get rid of the scales altogether and just begin to measure body, body composition. And that would be something that every you know doctor's office or clinic or even healthcare environment, if there is such a thing anymore, should be uh, really in tune to at this point. So we should really be shifting from body mass index to body composition as the standard, or it should be a vital sign in every practitioner's office so that we get the right measures about what the system is made up of. So if you're wondering about body fat percentages, uh, men, we need you to be between about 10 and about 18%. Women, somewhere between about 18 and about 26%. And you can only determine that by getting your body fat percentage measured, but you're not going to find that with BMI. So rely less on the scale weight and rely more on percent body fat. If you're in the Tulsa area, of course, you can come see us. We've got a, a great machine. You can check it out, and uh, we'd love to see you there. What does our Constitution really mean? Find out next with our constitutional attorney expert, Chris Ann Hall. 
Let's get real. Most emergency food is just as bad for you as any other choice in the standard American diet. And that's just sad. We don't just need food. We need highly nutritional food. We don't just want to survive food shortages. We are meant to thrive in adversity. Complete your daily nutrition and have shelf-stable Kingdom Fuel as a cornerstone of your food supply. Don't sacrifice your health or your taste buds. Stock up on Kingdom Fuel now. And when you navigate through these, these economies with people, here's, here's what happens. We want to hold their hand through it, let them know when it's time to buy, sell, reallocate, get out of Dodge. Because a lot of times when you're struck with fear, fear does two things. Number one, it can paralyze and, and people just put their head in the sand and say, I'm just going to forget about it and hopefully it gets better. Or it causes you to make a wrong decision. And this is why we are here is to help people navigate through the political quagmire nonsense that's going on, the economic malaise and the absolute collapse that we're seeing. And when our freedoms are eroding, our political freedoms, our economic freedoms, our personal freedoms, our religious freedoms, our health freedoms, they're all tied together. But you know what doesn't need to erode with that? Our finances. Kirk Elliott, PhD.com forward slash Sherwood. We have a brand new documentary out called Noncompliant to the Sheriff. Now, our first documentary, Noncompliant, and our second documentary, Noncompliant 2, are both available at noncompliantmovie.com. The first documentary is all about the duty and the role of the state to be a check and balance on the federal government, state and local government. So if you haven't seen that yet, let me please recommend that you go to noncompliantmovie.com and watch the first documentary available to you at no cost. It is going to be life-changing and we have hundreds of thousands of five-star reviews and people all over the world sending us messages about how this message is so life-changing and it's a global message because you know really it's about your inherent rights it's about why government is designed to for one purpose the purpose is to secure your rights and how our founders put together our governments in order to retain the power by the people to be a check and balance on government through state and local government. And from that, we were inspired to create noncompliant to the sheriff. Now, I have been for oh my gosh, uh, nearly a decade traveling around the country te teaching sheriffs and deputies a three-hour continuing education course all about the role and the duty of the sheriff, the history of the sheriff, the sheriff's role and duty to secure our rights, not to violate them. We have a whole section on uh, the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, the Fourth Amendment, what our sheriffs and their deputies need to know not to be sued. And then we have a section on the jurisdiction of the sheriff, which is so incredibly important. That jurisdiction of the sheriff is really the most powerful guard and protector of the rights of the people than 
any other institution our founders created here in these United States of America through our constitutional republic. And it's from that course that I had Cher saying, telling me, this is inspirational. What you've taught us in these three hours is just simply life-changing. As a matter of fact, I've taught this at big conferences where I taught the sheriffs of 17 states all at one time. And I had sheriffs coming up to me immediately before I even got off the stage saying, I've been on the phone changing policies already based on what we learned from you. And we thought to ourselves, you know what? We need the people to know this information. We need the people to know this, number one, so that they can make sure the candidates they have for sheriff know the proper role and duty of the sheriff so we can be sure to have constitutionally minded sheriffs. Number two, because if you have a constitutional sheriff, if the body of the people are not in support of that sheriff, that sheriff cannot be who they want to be and who they're required to be. And number three, it empowers sheriffs who already have that inclination. In a world that is full of propaganda like defund the police and all, all of our law enforcement is evil. You see it all over the news. You see wicked politicians propagating this stuff. We knew we had to create non-compliant to the sheriff to show people what's really happening at the level of the sheriff that the media will not show you. There are sheriffs all over America who are standing up in defiance of unconstitutional laws and orders and edicts in defense of the property rights of the people. And they've been doing this for years, but the politicians and the media do not want you to know this. They do not want you to know what sheriffs are doing successfully regularly to stand for people's rights because this is how government's supposed to really, really work. Now, what we do with non-compliant two is we take two real life situations, two events that actually happened. A sheriff, I'm sorry, a pastor who refused to shut down his church over COVID and a sheriff who arrested him for it. And a pastor who refused to shut down for COVID and a sheriff who said, I'll go to jail to keep you open. And how this two incidents actually impacted and changed their states and even all of these United States all boiled down to what a sheriff would or would not do. This film is brand new, available at noncompliantmovie.com only right now. Uh, pretty soon we're going to make it available on DVD. So maybe by the time you see this, it will be available on DVD at noncompliantmovie.com. But this, uh, we're already getting messages about how this is life changing. And to be honest, if you share this with your sheriff, your sheriff might be one who has watched this movie and come back to us and asked us to come and train their deputies. Noncompliantmovie.com.
it will be life-changing. Thank you.